I am your father. This is a Brandon Colby Jacobs from Facebook exclusive. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. Touche, my nigga. Touche. Yo, what it do, what it is, man. It's your boy, Brandon Kobe Jacobson. You are listening to the Established 1984 Podcast. And can you believe it? We are on episode 12. But we probably should be on way more episodes because uh, I've been gone for a minute. I think the last episode I did was a Thanks Obama uh, episode which probably was like in january so and it's like march so um a lot of people have hit me up shout out to my frat brothers who have who are subscribed and listening and complimenting the podcast and everything like that liking it on soundcloud liking it on itunes and everything like that and one of my frat brothers called me out <laughs> shout out to red red hit me up and was like yo b when you going to do another episode of your podcast? And I was like, yeah, I'm planning on getting a couple of episodes in the can and getting them out for the listeners, but I just hadn't gotten to it yet. So um, pretty much what it is is that uh, a lot of my podcast is centered around me interviewing people I like to refer to as influencers. So if you haven't listened before, usually what you hear on my podcast is me talking to people who I view to be influencers. That's Grand Prix. Um, that's uh, DJ Pretty Ricky. That's Gene.com. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, tons of different people that I have on my podcast that usually I'm interviewing. I don't usually do too much solo talking, mainly because I'm like, who the fuck want to listen to me talk? Like, so, but... What I, what I am planning on doing is I've got a couple in the can. Shout out to Ashley. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing something together real soon. Those of you who know Tom Fisher, please feel free to tag Tom. I'm harassing Tom Fisher because I want to get that story uh, told. There's a lot of little nuggets that a lot of people don't know that they need to know. Shout out to 151, who I'm looking at online, who uh, did respond to my text message. I'm ready to get 151 on the podcast. So, for all of those people who have been asking, where the fuck you was at? What the fuck you was doing? Why the fuck you ain't podcast for us? I'm going to tell you where I've been at. Okay? So, <laughs> February was a very crazy month for me. For those of you who know me personally, you know that I um, I have been living in Atlanta for several years. And um, just trying to, trying to figure out what my purpose was. Obviously, you guys know that I view podcasting to be my purpose. Those of you who follow me on Instagram at Brandon Kobe Jacobs know that I do a lot of cooking. So that's another passion of mine. So those are the things that I have been focused on. But money, like for most people, money had been funny. And I was trying to find some opportunities to generate more revenue for myself because the industry that I had been in, which is transportation and logistics, um, was where I basically paid my bills from. So while I'm trying to write books, uh, build recipes, trying to save up money to start my own food truck, all of this kind of stuff that I know probably is far more interesting to you guys. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was trying to figure out another opportunity and lo and behold, another opportunity fell in my lap. Obviously we don't talk about, uh, companies and things like that on the podcast, but what I can tell you is I got a very lucrative opportunity um, that moved me to uh, Dallas, Texas. So here I am in a brand new office. Um, I, I pretty much I can work from home and then I work from with a couple of vendors and things like that. But a very lucrative opportunity to uh, to operate as an operations manager for a uh, up and coming logistics firm. 
Um, I'm excited about the opportunity. It is very intense. Uh, every day it's something new. So I'm very excited and passionate and uh, thankful to, you know, those people who decided to bring me on board in that field. And I hope that I, I meet their expectations. Outside of that, um, this is a great place for me to be able to intern once things get settled, of course, intern with a restaurant. Hopefully, my goal is to try to intern with a restaurant to build my barbecuing skills, specifically from a smoking perspective, because it's one thing to barbecue. That means, you know, cooking food under direct fire. It's another thing when you're using indirect heat to try to cook. So I want to build those skills up. So I want to intern under somebody to try to build those skills while I also save money to um, to open a food truck. Obviously, those of you who know me personally know that food truck will be named Ashton's for obvious reasons. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm in a new place. What has it been like? Well, I mean, first of all, it was crazy moving here because literally I got my offer letter. Uh, they told me, yo, we want you here. February, what was it? February 20th. I started. Um, so yeah, like literally I had a couple of weeks to be able to pack my stuff up and move. And that was completely crazy. Um, there was some issues with, uh, getting all of my cars towed or whether or not I put them on a hitch, whether I was going to transport them, you know, pricing and all that kind of stuff. So it was just crazy on top of all of those things that were going on. Um, we hadn't really established positions at this point, but basically I was, uh, the, uh, I don't know what you're going to call it. The the head guy, the the lead guy, the the chairman, vice chair, the chairman for uh, the Black Alumni Weekend Committee. Um, you know, for those of you who who know about uh, UNF Black Alumni Weekend, it was something that we started discussing um, early last year about wanting to do something to try to generate interest at the University of North Florida. Um, those of us who were Greek thought that you know some of our organizations were struggling from an interest standpoint and we wanted to figure out a way to try to uh, build up more interest for that so we took that to a conversation into a group me that group me turned into uh, let's start a Greek alumni weekend which also sparked conversations and said you know what what's most important is building the the interest of black people being on campus and being engaged and then us providing that support as alumni so that turned from a Greek alumni weekend into a black alumni weekend. Um, we had uh, tons of people uh, on the committee. Uh, we had uh, we had Brittany Herndon, myself. We had Alex, my frat brother, Alex Powell, who uh, who was on the committee. You had um, you had Patrice. You had Sephora. Um, Torian was on the committee. Grand Prix was on the committee. I know I'm going to mess around. I'm going to forget somebody. Janae was on the committee. Um, Ike was on the committee. Shout out to Ike, who is now the vice chairman for the 2017-2018 year. I could not have done um, this Black Alumni Weekend without his support. So thank him from the bottom of my heart. Shanette was on the committee. I got 10. <laughs> and I know I'm forgetting. Uh, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine and Marcus. We're also on the committee as well. So shout out to everybody um, who uh, who was on the committee, who helped, who helped uh, engage their organizations. Um, we had a great time. It was a great weekend. Um, you know, people enjoyed themselves from Friday to Sunday. We had an uh, amazing night uh, with Ivory Ore uh, over at Sweet. 
um, generated a lot of revenue for a political science scholarship that we were raising money for all weekend long. Um, but I literally was at all of those events. So imagine having to, and that was the weekend before I moved. So imagine having to drive down to Jacksonville, um, and basically work all of those days. So literally working until two o'clock in the morning because I had to be at all those club nights. And then when we got our portion of the door, I had to, uh, I had to collect that, count that, do all that kind of stuff and then be up in the mornings for all of the functions. So I was at the club on Friday at Sweet until 2 o'clock in the morning, got like two or three hours of sleep, had to get up, get dressed again to block off uh, tailgating locations at the University of North Florida. Um, beyond that, I was communicating with all of the uh, the uh, alumni association staff because homecoming for UNF was going on at the same time. So it was just it was just crazy, man. But, you know, y'all know me. Those of you who uh, listen to me, who follow me, who have followed me on Facebook, Instagram, all those things. You know, I'm a high energy person, uh, very focused on always doing something. So it was pretty cool to be able to constantly keep rolling and keep moving. But I couldn't have done it without uh, without my homeboy Ike from Alpha Phi Alpha. Um, he did some amazing work behind the scenes, making things happen. Shanette did a lot of work behind the scenes. And and everything that we were able to accomplish was just so amazing um, for a campus that doesn't really recognize their black and brown people on a consistent basis. So um, we ended up generating over a thousand dollars in uh, in fundraising dollars for the uh, political science scholarship for minorities. Um, and we got that over to the Alumni Association. And we're very proud and very excited about their support we thank the alumni association for their support and we're looking forward to doing this again next year we have a whole new committee um a more diverse committee that's not just greek affiliated in order to allow for for more more interest among those who happen to not be greek because i mean it was very greek intense and and we don't want to do that we want all alumni to come so um i'm excited about what next year is going to bring uh, but that's pretty much what I was doing. I went from that. That finished on a Sunday. I finished packing up all my stuff on a Tuesday and I pulled out on a Wednesday to drive to Dallas, Texas to start work that following Monday. And pretty much I've just been working ever since then. So, I mean, uh, you guys are going to get more podcasts because obviously I'm I'm on the back of everybody. Um, and there's there's tons of people who are not like regional, local or national celebrities that I still want to get on the podcast. Um, there's one of my homeboys that works for CSX that I want to get on the podcast to give people the perspective on what it's like to build a career in uh, transportation and logistics. Um, hoping I can get him on the podcast because I know he was looking at this a few minutes ago. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm on Facebook live while I'm doing this at the same time. So, um, it's just, uh, we're excited about everything that's going on, but it's been a crazy, crazy month. But that's where I've been at. That's what I've been doing. I know that I have from a speaking out publicly perspective, I've kind of missed out on some things, namely uh, Donald Trump taking office. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, I think I think that's kind of I don't want to say it's been it's beating a dead horse. I mean, because we need to stay engaged and we still need to communicate about how we feel and what we need to do in order to hold him accountable. But I mean. I think that it has been said on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and every other social media platform how displeased many minorities are as it relates to uh, him being in office. 
there is a lack of uh of concern that is uh that is very apparent a lack of uh, a lack of respect uh, a high level of disdain towards us as minorities um that he and his cabinet seem to exhibit and and it seems to be challenging but i'm excited because what it's also doing is it's forcing us to push back it's forcing us to remain engaged to ensure that we sustain some of the rights and freedoms that um that we have that they're looking to try to strip away so uh it's a double-edged sword disappointed about the fact that we allowed this man to get in office but at the same time encouraged by the fact that it has put us in a position to where now we have to be engaged we have to listen we have to uh we have to get people registered to vote. We have to make sure that we talk to our city council people. We have to talk to our our school superintendents. We have to, uh, you know, hold the city council accountable. Talk to our mayors. Talk to our state and uh, our state and national representatives, and and be engaged in the political process. It's not something that we can just do every four years, um, you know. So I'm excited about what all that's going to bring beyond that. I mean, you know, what have I missed? I missed uh, Beyonce uh, having twins, right? Yeah, that's not really some shit that I really care about. I mean, I'm happy for her. I mean, you know, but I mean, she having twins. Okay. Yeah. Like people have babies every day, B. <laughs> so, um, Kelly, what else did I miss? What else did I miss? Hmm. Hmm, what else did I miss, guys? Does anybody know what else I missed? <laughs> Greg, what's up, big homie? Um, I think um, I think I didn't miss anything else. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nikki and Remy. <laughs> Nikki and Remy again, another another topic that has been beat to death because she beat the brakes off of Nikki. I mean, I think that that I think that goes without saying. We're all very clear on the fact that uh. That uh, you know, Remy beat the brakes off of off of Nikki, and I think we all kind of knew that that was coming. I mean, there have been conversations for, you know, uh, quite a long time now about Nikki not necessarily not writing because that's becoming a social media misnomer, um, that she just don't write at all, and I think that that couldn't be farther from the truth. I think what actually is true is that she's had a lot of help and a lot of support with writing she's had a lot of partners as it relates to writing and uh one of which was safari and with the absence of safari i mean the skill set has kind of deteriorated but don't get it fucked up everybody that has some coaches i mean uh you know everybody want to talk about whatever they want to talk about but gilly did help wayne i'm not saying he wrote any of wayne's rhymes i wasn't there for that part of it i did you know work for src and universal briefly um on through the carter 2 campaign um but it was gilly around it was gilly providing points and pointers and and helping work on structure and stuff like that absolutely he was um but i think he you know now being a disgruntled uh cash money young money person he has a tendency to kind of tell the story with a little bit more of a slant than it was actually there but i say all that to say that you know, most talented people who take it to the next level, who become your Drakes, your Little Wayne's, your whoever, has somebody in the studio saying, nah, say it this way, or providing a line, or, or whatever the case might be. And I think that that was something that was consistent in Nikki's life. And when you have one person that you collaborate with consistently and you lose that person, i.e. Safari, 
I think that what you end up having is trying to figure out how you're going to pick up the slack. It's not as easy as it seems. I mean, if Drake lost some of the producers and some of the people that have been with him down since day one, it's going to change the sound. It, it could change his flow. It could change, you know, the things that he writes about, you know. So I, I, I don't knock her for that. But, I mean, I do knock her for, you know, knocking on the door of a bully like you know what i'm saying you don't you don't stick your hand in a rabbit pit bull cage like you know you don't do that i mean remy ain't got nothing to lose so of course she's gonna come for your neck you know what i'm saying it's like well what you gonna say about her like they've said on every radio station the only thing that you can really say about remy is the abortions not the abortion i'm sorry the miscarriage situation and that wasn't her fault like i mean and, and you look like a foul nigga for bringing that up so i mean really what you gonna say nikki like you know, and then getting mad at people like Trey Songs and and everybody else about about them laughing at the situation. That's like y'all playing the dozens on the block and a joke come for you that, that hits a little hard. And now you want to be mad at everybody else who've been standing around the entire time. You want to be mad at them for laughing at a funny ass joke. Nigga, you got clowned. It is what it is. I mean, the shit happens. Like, I mean. That's like me being mad at a motherfucker telling the joke about me being short. Yo, like, you know she murdered you. Your friends know that she murdered you. Everybody know that she murdered you. And they don't stop being your friends because they say, yo, nigga, she kind of got in that ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a competitive sport when we talk to this rap, talk about this rap shit. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You need to... I don't know, you know, you know they say for men, grab your nuts. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, whatever it is, whatever the... The comparative is for females, you know what I'm saying? You need to do that. Get it together. You need to get in the lab and do something. Now, I think the challenge that Nikki faces is, is like some other people have brought up on other shows and other podcasts. She's in a situation where there's only so much that she can say. She can't take it too far. Because, I mean, she's got sponsors and millions of dollars in a way that Remy don't have. So, Remy's not beholden to any uh any sponsor or anybody like that so she can pretty much say whatever the fuck she want without any consequences whereas with nikki i mean she said the wrong thing one of these sponsors dry up on her you know what i'm saying and reality is she do got a 360 deal so if those sponsors start drying up on her that you know that that 50 to 80 million dollars that is claimed that she's supposed to be worth starts dwindling down a little bit you know what i'm saying and nikki don't seem like the type that's willing to go back to uh Working in the clubs for uh, twenty five hundred dollars. That's just that don't seem like that don't seem like her personality type. She's trying to be the Beyonce of rap. So, you know, it is what it is. But I say all that to say, man, uh, it's been a crazy Black History Month. Um, shout out to all of the black movies that have been doing amazing things during award season, man. Uh, I did not watch the Oscars, but I heard about what happened. That shit was crazy. Um, man, I mean, if you haven't seen Get Out yet, go see it. It is an amazing movie. It it it, it has some real serious tones to it that I think uh, all black people need to see and experience. Don't take your white friends. Uh, fellas, don't take your white girlfriend. Ladies, don't take your white your white boyfriend. At least not the first time you go watch it. You know what I'm saying? That that might be one of the movies that you uh that you watch with them at the house and just be like, this is just something I want you to see. And all you need to do is just like sit there and look at them and be like, see how they respond. <laughs> so 
I don't want to hold you guys up too long, man. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know what I do. My name is Brandon Kobe Jacobs. You are listening to the Established 1984 Podcast. You can hit me up on Facebook. Just type in at Brandon Kobe Jacobs. You can hit me up on Instagram at Brandon Kobe Jacobs. You can hit me up on Snapchat at BKJEST1984. Um, I'm I'm working on getting BrandonCobeJacobs.com back up and running again. Until then, you can follow me on all my social media platforms. Feel free to harass Ashley Young. Uh, push her to get on the on the podcast ASAP. Push up. Uh, feel free to tag um, uh, DJ151. We got to get him on the podcast. Shout out to nephew. Shout out to Swords who probably changed his number on me. Who keeps saying. Yo, B, whenever you want to do it, I'm ready. I'm ready to get on the podcast. But I called a number. This number has been changed. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, feel free to get uh, everybody. Oh, oh, golly. One thing that I did forget to talk about. I'm doing all this damn promo. The Diamond Awards. Now, I wasn't going to say anything about these damn Diamond Awards because I know people are super sensitive about it. And I'm not trying to create no enemies but this is what i'm gonna say 2006 2007 and a good bit of 2008 i was the most popping street team in the city of jacksonville that's not that's not me saying some shit them's facts (laughs) <laughs> no disrespect Them's facts Okay You can ask Tom Fisher who ran plush You can ask Ivory Who called us when they opened up the globe When they came in there on Wednesdays You can ask Roger his right hand man You can ask Leo You can ask Cole who used to be with Strong Family You can ask uh, You can ask uh, Le- uh, Levi Jordan who used to run Cartouche. You can ask Derek Washington. You can ask anybody you want to ask, okay? We was the most popular street team. New Blood Entertainment ran the city of Jacksonville. You ran your, your street team shit through us, okay? And if you don't believe me, you can go ask JDA Printing, who all y'all niggas got y'all flyers from, who was running all of that shit. So, 2007, 2006, 2007, 2008, New Blood Entertainment, Brandon Kobe Jacobs, aka Boss Hall, um, Damon, Damon Downer, D White Boy, Latoya Goodman, uh, Miss Innocence back then. Um, we ran the city when it came to this street team shit, okay? I can tell you firsthand, never got a Diamond Award. Never was nominated for a Diamond Award. Now, I saw what, what Bigger wrote. Or what Bigger posted that video about maybe you just not as popping as you think you are. Maybe you're not as popular. Maybe you don't have the followers that you need to have. Okay? Hold on. Now, I ain't trying to start no fire. I ain't trying to start no static. But I'm going to keep it a buck. Since it was posted on social media, I saw it. This is a podcast. We talk about relevant issues. I am from Jacksonville. That's a relevant issue to discuss. So, since Billy decided to say that, I'm going to respectfully retort (laughs) and say that's not always entirely accurate. 
because I'm popping at that point. I'm popping. Ain't nobody popping like me. There was, I believe back then there was a regional, there was basically like an award for people who were regional and there was an award for people who were local. Now, there's not another name in 2006, 2007 that's going to come up that's doing the work that we're doing. Plus, I know I had the followers because my team was at UNF on every single computer voting for us, trying to get us nominated the whole nine. So we had the support. Trust me, I know. Wasn't nobody popping like us. We couldn't get on the final ballot. So I say all that to say that I'm not saying that what Bigger said isn't true. What I am saying is there are instances where you can be popping. You could be putting in work. And for whatever reason, you won't make it on that final ballot. And you know what? Ain't the end of the world. <laughs> really ain't the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Because end of the day, men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. And I paid for grad school off the money I made as a street team promoter. So I, I think it's safe to say I did all right. So you can take that for what you, what you want. Billy, if you don't like what I said, I'm sorry. It's not personal. I ain't got no beef with you. You can come on the podcast. Please don't cuss me out. But I'm just going to keep it a buck. So are the Diamond Awards rigged? I don't know. What I do know is 2006, 2007, 2008, this nigga right chill, the most popular street team promoter in Jacksonville, couldn't get on the final ballot. Take it how you want. Brandon Cobra Jacobs, BrandonCobaJacobs.com. Hit me up on Instagram at Brandon Cobra Jacobs. Uh, Snapchat at BKJEST1984. You can follow me on Facebook. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know what I do. I keep it a buck. Once again, Billy, you still my nigga, though. <laughs> You've been listening to the Established 1984 podcast. Peace. <laughs>